<laughs> oh, man. Feeling good, feeling good. Day before the Super Bowl, and we are here for a big episode 50 of Brevity Box, a podcast of soapbox hot takes and any on any and everything in no particular order. Brevity Box is part of the Ruminations Radio Network, produced by Area 42 Studios and Sound. Brevity Box is just one of the many podcasts from the Ruminations Radio Network. Are you interested in finding new podcasts to sync into? Go to www.ruminationsradionetwork.com to explore the variety of entertaining podcasts that make up our network. We think you'll love what we're into. Okay, guys, over the past few episodes, we've had to operate in a missing man mode because our irreplaceable co-host Becky was out sick. And finally, she is back. Uh, we're going to go over a few things about how did, she uh, did recovered we ever from everything. the pronouns? Yeah, we got to verify all the pronouns. Brando, did, did, have, of course. Have we, have we in the past? With, with uh, have we? Did we? I'm oh, a fuck. lady. I have a vagina. Thank you. Okay. That's a lady, man. Well, that also just got us canceled. <laughs> She's a lady, Oops, I'm man. I'm sorry. I was We're going to cover a lot there. of random stuff today, guys. I heard you talking earlier about TikTok being weird. We're going to talk about how oh Brando God, might have treated himself into millennial culture and, uh, you know, how more people got to have certain specific things in their showers just based on what i heard you guys talking about now brando mm-hmm. it's good to have you on all that and of course but today's glory belongs to becky becky welcome back it is good to have you back it's great to be back boys <laughs> becky with the sultry Girl, voice you sound sultry tonight <laughs> <laughs> that sounds My like sickness. the benefit of an inhaler <laughs> No, I need my inhaler. <laughs> so you're still not hundred percent yet. Um, not a hundred percent, but almost there. Yeah. So you just had a mad case of the uh, super duper flu. Uh, I was dead. I'm pretty sure. That's I what I back. said. That you were back yeah. from death's doorstep. Yeah. It was. It was bad there for a while. I really thought I was gonna have to like go to the hospital. I got scared for a minute. <laughs> Sleeping but on cold bad. tiles on the bathroom floor? Yes. Fevers, fever dreams, weird fever dreams. Um, Sounds terrible. Coughing till I threw up. And now I have this residual sexy voice and I'm taking 10 new meds and I'm real happy about it. <laughs> you're just going to keep it up through through uh, jumping back into the dating apps. You're going to be like, take, run to the ladies' room to take that inhaler to keep that voice going. I'll be like, sultry, excuse, excuse sultry voice and heavily medicated. Sounds like my kind of woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. I need to excuse myself. The steroids are making me angry. <laughs> Did you say pills? Yeah. How interesting. Lots of pills. That Got sucks, man. Number. I know. It was horrible. How it's long? Lo- like two weeks? It's been almost three weeks now. Dang. Yeah. Because yeah, I think the last time, the last time we did an episode, I had like, like a kind of like a headache the whole time we were doing it, and then I told you guys about that really bad night I had at work. Oh yeah. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. So. But I'm Balls. glad to be alive. We're glad you're We're alive. We're glad you're alive, too. And I just want to go on record stating it wasn't the Rona tested negative all the time. Get your yeah. booster shots. 
Get Someone once tester. said they tested positive. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he tested positive for the negative. The only thing I tested positive for was being very, sexy. very stable genius. Said that once, I believe. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny to even reference it at this point. Very stable genius. Yeah, very stable genius. You know, doing weekend DJ gigs at Mar-a-Lago now, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He who shall not be named, right? He, who chumps. shall not be named. Now, during that recovery time, <sighs> I got recommended a show to watch, and I tried. Oh my god, did you watch now, it? it I, so this is what, whoa, whoa, whoa! What, I, what, I, what, I, what show are we talking about here? Well, so, so look, Becky tells me about this. Uh, docu series that she's watching on Hugh Hefner and Playboy and the Playboy Mansion, mm-hmm. and it's on Hulu. And I sold this idea because I was excited about the way you described it to me, Becky. And I sold that idea well to Brooke. Like we were yeah. like fucking ready to get into a show, and we usually go deep, right? We'll binge a show together and and stick to it. And it sits behind. I pay for Hulu, but unless I pay for live TV from Hulu, I can't watch it, which instantly the old man in me came out when I'm like, motherfucker, I pay you. I should be able to watch it or buy it as a single show, whatever. I didn't realize that. Welcome to free market capitalism, baby. Yeah, I know. Because I have cable because I'm an old lady. Ew, why? (laughs) I like, I like. The first forty-eight, and I like A and Yeah, there's still stuff to watch. Them. There's yeah. still the first forty-eight does teach you where not to go. That's true. Yeah, well, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a scary fucking episode, man. Well, it has a lot of those I was spots. Like, I was like, oh my yeah. god, I puked in that alley. Can never go back. There yeah, it's again. a little crazy to see some of those, and you can recognize, like, right when somebody's getting put in cuffs and in a car, you're like, oh, I've eaten at that taqueria. They have the best yeah. caramelos. <laughs> Oh, that's my cousin Stan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we used to do that. We used to go deep Tucson, 2 a.m. after everything closed. It was uh, before BK in Tucson. Shout out to BK. Oh. Uh, had their own like stand-up kind of restaurant that you'd have a drive-thru or could go inside of. This was a like a cart taqueria with a tent like or, or awnings that you could nice sit under on picnic tables. Widow. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Yeah, it was the best, though. The best food, and there's a reason why they were so successful, but fucking right in the middle of, like, every place you don't want to be at 2 a.m. That's how good their food was. We risked it. (laughs) We would go there, no problem. Go strapped, get taco. Gotcha. Yeah, get taco, go home. Everybody was drunk. It was too fun. Anyhow was upset that they didn't i haven't gotten a chance to see it yet and i want to hear i want you to just tell us about i want to know about it i think it will oh make God. good for good listening i am obsessed mm-hmm. with the show now okay let me, guess, let me guess let me guess hang on hang on let me guess okay hugh hefner is a bigger fucking creep than we all kind yes. of expected he was <laughs> yes. gee wow. who didn't see that coming no well, listen listen okay but it talks about like it's every episode. spoiler alert water is wet <laughs> every episode is different so it covers something different and these are all people that have been like proven to have been in his life so you know they've like seen some shit right um they have like 
three or four of his girlfriends they interviewed on there. Um, oh my god! Somehow Epstein's going to show up in this docuseries. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you. These people better have bodyguards because <laughs> I'm scared for them, for the stuff that they were admitting. Like, whoa, um, really? Yeah. Um, one of the episodes. Oh, should I it, watch this now? It straight up covers like the whole Playboy Club back in Chicago, and um. It interviews like a few of the bunny mothers. I think that's what they were called. Huh? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So they're these ladies that are that couldn't be the bunny servers anymore because like one said she fell down the stairs or something and broke her back, so she couldn't do the um, bunny dip anymore. So they become the people that train the bunnies, and I guess there was like this long list of like kind of like hooters, you know, like. This is your uniform. This is how you act, blah, blah, blah. But they were also kind of like a cleanup crew, like part of the cleanup crew for. The bunny mothers or the bunnies uh, themselves? The bunny mothers were like a cleanup crew. So they talk, this one bunny mother talks about. Um, this sounds culty. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm totally fucking in, man. I was like, I'll give this show a try because like I watched the girls next door and I was like, oh, he's like a cute grandpa and like a feminist. Like, yeah, Hugh Hefner, like, cool. Nope, not anymore. Fuck that guy. Oh, Fuck God. that guy. I have a show for you. But anyway, they talk about the cleanup. They talk about this cleanup crew because Hugh Hefner made it as culty as possible. And like, if something happened in his club or at the mansion, he would have a group of people clean it up. So this one um, bunny talks about her rape, and then they the one of the bunny mothers talks about don cornelius kidnapping two uh sisters that were playboy bunnies and like sodomizing them and like torturing them basically and i was like oh my god i am in this show <laughs> like can so I, many you know, interesting things. What is it about other people's misery that we find so fascinating? But it, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It like goes into like to like the first episode. The first episode. The first edition of Playboy. Those pictures that Marilyn Monroe of Marilyn Monroe weren't actually like she didn't give him permission to use them. He had bought those at an auction. Uh, freedom of speech, America. Yeah. yeah, he had bought him in an auction. She didn't even know she was in the magazine. And then, like, you're like, and this motherfucker bought the plot next to hers to be buried. Like, that just. It's Ooh, really We're squeezy. talking about Hugh Hefner? Yeah. Hugh Hefner bought the plot next to Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. He's buried. Uh, well, he's they're in a, um, one of those walls that you. A mausoleum. Yeah, but it's just the wall, you know, and then the casket goes in the wall. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, he's right next to her. Like I guess that he thing can... from when Apollo Creed died and Rocky had to bury him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess he had to pay, okay. like, a lot of money for this plot. <laughs> it, it's well, no insane. shit, but that's a weird fix. That's a weird fix. Station, isn't it to think yeah like but i never knew those were i never knew they were connected for some for someone who didn't even t- 
talk to her, acknowledge her, and then like watching the show, you learn about his like his quirks and like um Holly Madison talks about their relationship and like what it was like to be a girlfriend later on and like you can just see in her eyes like some shit went down that she didn't want to talk about. Like it's it's horrible. You know, think about that for a second, right? Like it would be interesting to know the arc of where he started to where he ended, like as a person. Mm-hmm. But that kind of power, yeah, in the sixties, like definitely seems like a candidate to be a sociopath. Maybe there's I'm totally wrong. some oh bodies God. underneath that grotto. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> That's what you think? Yeah, you think about at least, sure. There's at least they talk about at least three. And two of them oh, were dr- and two of them were drug mules for him. Oh fuck! One of them, one of them was his secretary, and she got caught. And they said she quote unquote killed herself. But the other people being interviewed are like, I don't really think she killed herself because she well, wouldn't someone do that. Got Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just like the disgusting stories, like. One of the girlfriends, I think her name is Sandra Theodo or something like that, because she was his girlfriend in the 70s, and she tells some pretty horrible stories. Yeah. So the whole thing is a big expose into the culture of the Playboy Mansion or the Playboy yeah. Clubs. Everything. Or both. The whole Play- empire? It's the secrets of Playboy. And it's everything. The secrets of Playboy fuck, on Hulu and Hulu. Show, what the I? fuck, man? Put it out. Put it out. Put it out, yeah. dude. Just put oh it my out. Gosh, it's so good. I got Hulu. I, I watch it watch, on Hulu. I, I don't want to pay for live it. TV to watch it. Yeah, mm. I'm watching it, and I'm like, I can, I can't believe, like, I cannot believe that. And like, like the girlfriends even talk about. They're like, we understood what we were getting into. We just didn't. We were stock. They would talk about Stockholm syndrome a lot, which was really interesting. Well, I mean, you would think so because they think that would be part of his thinking with having them live there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, I mean, that's end of the day. Don't doesn't it seem like? Oh my god! Like you mentioned. Like, okay, so now I'm starting to get like a little bit of shivers because I'm starting to think, yeah, it makes sense that. Uh, women would think of Stockholm syndrome because they feel like they're kept prisoner, even though the mansion's gorgeous and he provides everything. Yeah, you're never out of his reach or control. No, and like uh, Holly Madison was talking about, like a sex schedule, and like he would have to have quaaludes and um. Well, I mean, come on, who doesn't, right? Yeah, I mean, don't you right. need a sex schedule and quaaludes? I mean, um, Brando, what American man doesn't need a sex schedule and quaaludes? And I mean, then just the fact that you even have to ask is just <laughs> insane. Just seems untactful. And then there was hashtag um, life. <laughs> there was another girl they had interviewed that I guess her dad worked for Hugh Hefner. I don't remember what he did, but she was uh, seventeen and living in the Playboy Mansion, and um, some stuff went down with her in his bedroom. Some stuff. Yeah, we know what. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil it. You think you know, but was the name Tracy Lords? No. Oh wow, that would be a weird full circle thing. 
No, it was a lady that wrote a book about They call it. her Bubbles. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the thing. You talk about this person being like disappearing by quote unquote suicide, and people are like, I don't think that was suicide. And then I had to make sure that I was remembering who Don Cornelius was, right? And I was right. <laughs> right? And so I, go, I was doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I go and I look and I see this is the host of Soul Train, the Soul Train. I love Soul Train. He was a nasty. He is a nasty motherfucker. (laughs) Dude looks pretty funky though. Got some cool suits on. But here's the thing that caught my eye: it says cause of death, suicide by gunshot. Nope. Doubt it. What the? Doubt it. (laughs) The ghost of Hugh Hefner shows up. Dawn, we had a deal. <laughs> Man. No, it's a really it's really eye-opening and interesting. And like all the people that have written books and they talk about it in the show, it makes me want to read every single one. And you know it's a good show when they have to run like the uh like the little black screen before where it says the Hefner family is not involved in this documentary or whatever. And then at the end, um, they have the black screen, black screen running a quote from Playboy because the Hefners don't own Playboy anymore. So it's just hmm. really inter- it's really interesting. Yeah, man. I mean it. It's inter- It already looks interesting if you look it up. Uh, number the number one nonfiction premiere of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, I hadn't even the known what truth. premiered. And I was like, I was just dying for something else to watch. And I was like, oh, I'll watch this. This sounds Sounds like this year's Tiger King. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Sounds like they already have, sounds like they have a podcast too. So this, this situation, it's, sounds like it's kind of like a, kind of like the whole Jimmy Savile thing over in the UK where you look at that guy and think, or that situation and think, yeah, you know, we, we we probably should have seen that one coming. Yeah. For sure. Well, cause like, you know. He's like portrayed back in the day when he was alive, he was kind of portrayed like, oh, he's such a feminist. He's fighting for women's rights to like stand up and be okay with their sexuality. And, you know, he does all these great things, blah, blah, blah. And then you watch the show and you're like, oh my God, he hates women. He hates them. Well, but maybe, maybe it it would be. I don't know. I need to watch the show, right? Yeah. But anytime I come across these kinds of stories, it always feels like in that kind of person's eyes, they love like they they uh, covet, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of seven. They love like they own, like <laughs> like a collection of toys, exactly. Right, and like that's, that's what, and that's what a lot of the girlfriends oh. talked about is that look down on, like yeah. they, you know. So he's like, don't to him women's rights. Him standing up for women's rights was don't play, don't mess up my toys. Exactly. Don't touch my things. Becky, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. I have yeah. two questions for you. Yeah. Is, is it obvious that he hated women, or he just saw them as money and means to an end? No, I think um, there's a one of the episodes tells a backstory about how Playboy like came about because. Um, he wanted to get revenge on a girl that he had asked out and she said no. Oh, so OG revenge porn. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Dude, 
is that, I mean, so Hefner, so, a visionary in not a very good way. But was, was Hefner, was Hefner the proto Zuck? I mean, is that like the, the, the creation element of, of no, these kinds no, of things? No, no. <laughs> Hefner's not a lizard more person. Like a, more like a Don Corleone, like, Hitman. Yeah, like a mob boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it operated like that too. It had, I mean, the security people that talk in the series are like, it had to run that way because he wanted to lead, like, to lead such a private life because he knew they were doing so many illegal things that he didn't well, want everybody they, getting involved. So, look, I don't know enough about the whole Epstein. Uh, everything about the man that's terrible. I know enough that made me convinced he's terrible. I don't need to know the rest to make me think he's more terrible. He's reached yeah. peak terrible in my mind, and I don't know everything about the guy. But it's clear that, like, it sounds like Hefner's doing the same thing, right? He's the keeper he did, of everybody's yeah. little secrets and on camera. Yeah. And, you know, so if you have... uh other stars, I, I can't imagine. I'm sure there's well, a bunch they, of stars that it covers that they it talked about. Being they talk just about fucking skis balls. Yeah, they talk about how in the bet, like he has, he had cameras in every single inch of that house, and sound equipment. And in the bedroom, he would take Polaroid pictures of the girlfriends doing their sexual acts and blackmail them with these pictures. Well, and he would yeah. also be a, yeah. wow. well, right. untouchable yeah. to the government, right? Untouchable. I mean, it's, it's could every never, bad Dick Tracy movie. They could We've never find mm-hmm. evidence because he had a cleanup crew. So the LAPD would come in after like these allegations were made and they would come in, but he had bodyguards and security staff that were ex LAPD officers cleaning up all these issues and overdoses and rape well, allegations. not only that but i'm sure he had the governor over for a party oh i'm sure yeah or five or yeah. depending on those they were lapd officers you know they're good at fucking people up too yeah so here's here's the fucked up thing like we look at we look back at that kind of shit from a perspective of our generation and i don't know about your dads mm-hmm. right but i can confidently say that my father who is no longer on this earth, that guy is from that generation that mm-hmm. just uh, almost so um, so misogynist slash sexist in so many subtle ways that they're almost unaware of it. Like to them, it's like, oh yeah, that's just the way it's supposed to be. That's a chair. I sit in a chair. That's a table. I put things on the table. That's a woman. I'm, I don't need to do things that, you know what I mean? That's how those men treated right. a yeah. lot of women. And so, like, the, the whole idea of Hefner taking pictures and posting them, it's, you know, now that would be a leak, right? That's the Kardashian mm-hmm. sex tape mm-hmm. or something that gets leaked. But it's, back then, they just didn't give a shit for, about women at all. You know, they, would, they didn't, I mean, even though it was, like, in the books, they can vote, it was equality. Yeah. They, women have been shit on by a yeah. man and subjugated from the inside the household inside the office and i mean and that generation was sort of known for it so mm-hmm. i can't imagine 
how uh, did did are you through with the series? I mean, is it more than one season? No, there's they um, put a new episode out every Monday. So okay, Monday there's a new episode coming out. I wonder if they're going to get into how the changing tides led to like the like his downfall. But he he means shit. That fucking uh, what was the name of the reality show with him and the his girls wives? Next door. So Girls Next Door was a show. My wife and I watched a few episodes of that a yeah, while back. The fucker was hiding in plain sight, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Genius. Shit. Well, that's well, part and, of the thing, right? When they do, they it talk the, about the, the girls next door in the in the series and the contract disputes. Because for the first couple seasons, those girls didn't get paid anything. Are you fucking shitting me? No. Whew. Wow. Yeah. That seems fu- that seems sour. Bad. Yeah. Well, because I, I but- had I had read Holly's book that she put out like right after she left or whatever. And I was like, is this real or is she just like, you know, I gotta keep making money or whatever. And now watching the interview, I feel bad that I like even thought that about her. Like but that's sort of the point, right? Like that's yeah. that's baked into my like I I point that shit out to my sister too and my niece as well. Like they are in they would go to that first thing like why is she doing that? That sounds like like wouldn't we have known about it by now? Right. And then the big reveal comes and you're like, "Oh. Oh mm-hmm. shit. You know, smoke screen really worked on you." Yeah. Which so you can't feel bad about buying into the smoke screen, but acknowledging that it's there and that you can fall into those tropish thoughts is kind of yeah nutty, right? I mean, mm-hmm. just but I mean, look, okay, so here's the fucking fucked up thing about the way that I think about this shit, and that makes me want to ask a question to you, Becky. Mm-hmm. We can agree that it's probably at least tempting. And that something you would be considering, and I would consider, it oh my would be God, less likely no, for like, me. I could if see somebody it. showed up and was like, "Look, you won't have that many rights, but we're going to buy all your shit that you love." Yeah, you have a chef. You, you have, live in a mansion. You have a like a community. Like you have a tanning people, bed. You have people that you think care about you, and if you're like one of those <laughs> we have the best trainers like, on the planet, low you want to work an old man's dick. Yeah, all you have to do is suck a little dick. <laughs> Hell yeah! I mean, Hell Brando, yeah. when I mean, are you telling me there's not a price list somewhere that's going to get you to go? Don't tell anybody. I'll do it. I'll do it. Come I on. mean, there's two <laughs> people in this world: people that will think about it, and give you a number, and fucking liars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally true. Totally fucking true. What did I say about that? I had a thought about two people in the world because I usually get really annoyed by those statements, right? There's kind of two kinds of people. But one occurred to me that was pretty funny because we keep referencing people who think they're the main character. Hugh Hefner clearly thought, I'm the main character, and when I die, the rest of the world's just going to end. It's going to yeah. You could just say narcissist, oh you know, we're God. all fucking adults here. Yeah. <laughs> narcissist. So yes. here's, what I, here's what I think. I think there are. There are two kinds of people in the world. Those that think they're the main character and those that know they're not. That's it. Two people. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us are just trying to deal there. with those assholes. Yeah. I have to agree with you there. Yeah. 
finally one that kind of I didn't have a huge problem with, you know. <laughs> I, I want to watch it. I mean, I, I think I'm I'm sort of preemptively itching. Like I'm I'm anxious to watch, to watch it. it. Yeah. Because I know once Brooke and I get started, it's just gonna be yeah. like You're all the way through. Dive, you know, yeah. we'll deep dive into it. Mm-hmm. You're um, lucky because there's I want to say there's like five or six episodes already that I've seen. So when you deep dive, you'll have more. I'm hoping that I'll yeah. have some other way to get hold of it without having to pay Hulu for the fucking paywall. I know. That's so <laughs> I got to be honest with you. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens, though. I mean, I yeah. got to see it now. What are some of the. OK, so what I wanted to. I totally passed up something. Mm-hmm. What are. Give me a list of names, because when we were talking about it you were listing off people that you were learning things about. And I think you said something about Bill Cosby. Oh yeah. Um, they like briefly touch on it, but they don't like really go into it. And I don't know if they're like saving it for another episode or whatever, but they talk about a lot of different celebrities that would go into the mansion and just basically fuck people's shit up in there. Like Bill Cosby, Don Corleone, um, politicians governors there's you mean don cornelius you say fuck people oh yeah shit not up. don corleone don cornelius <laughs> well like rape sodomy um, okay okay they would Roofie drug done. they would drug not, not the trash women. the place uh, assault people okay i got you no, yeah we'd go too assault, far yeah there was assault um you know, that's two that's sociopaths getting together, right? Yeah. That's somebody like that. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine that's somebody like Cosby going, Fine, if he's gonna have shit on me, I'm gonna make it where he, it's gonna call it's gonna be let like, he's gonna go all the way, right? He knows yeah. what he's doing, yeah. Well, it's and it's really interesting to see because in some of the episodes, they have some of his really good friends come in and they interview him or in, interview them and just to see their different perspective of him and how brainwashed they were by him and then you have the you have the other side of all his girlfriends all his ex-bodyguards all these bunny mothers like you're like those those three friends that he had those three (laughs) friends he have he has must be like they must have signed a contract that are like, if we talk poorly of him, they're going to kill us. Totally, or we're yeah, gonna yeah. Talk not good. NDAs. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like probably unenforceable NDAs of like someone else used a lot, right, Charlie? <laughs> like someone else, yeah, someone else. Someone else, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mango Unchained. Um, so last question before we take a quick break, because I think we'll leave it at that spot. We got We kind of all... We're going to have to revisit it once we've all watched it. Yeah. But my my question to you, with and you don't need to answer, this is the question that I want you to percolate on and that Brando and I are going to have to come back on to. And you can uh-huh. answer if you want. But it's, you mentioned earlier when you were, you were describing some of the women that were parts of these episodes and that they said they knew they were what they were getting into, but uh-huh. they didn't expect it to go so far. Mm-hmm. As a woman, what... What is that like to hear that they like, I don't know how to understand what they knew that it was going to be like, they knew they were trading what they were trading. She thought she was going to have to suck old man dick and not give up the literal booty. Well, like from my perspective, like I really like kind of when they interviewed Holly, I kind of 
was like, you know what? I felt like that in relationships. Like I've entered into relationships knowing that this person's never going to change or, you know, they're going to set me back or hold me back or whatever. And it's the big conversation of Stockholm syndrome and just wanting somebody to love you and changing yourself to get that person to love you. Um, So as like, I I've totally done that before. I think a lot of people have done something like yeah. that. And I, th- I think that's where you start f- like things like this, where it's a docu-series and they really take the time to go into this stuff mm-hmm. and they give you an idea of who these people are. Um, it's it. That's where I start feeling the, well, it's really, the it's cruelty just of it. Right. So you start feeling like, fuck, it's such a mind fuck for yeah. these poor people. Well, because I was that girl at 16 that was putting the trashy Playboy sticker when she went into the tanning bed. Cause it was cool. That just reminds me of that just reminds me of a bygone era, Becky. Nothing personal. Sorry. But like now it makes me sick to my stomach to think that like Brando, hundred at episode one hundred, you and I go to a nope. tanning bed long enough to do this. <laughs> no. And like Dude, really like tramp you, stampy. You had to put that Dude. sticker, you put it on your hip. It was like a uniform and you had to put it in the same spot every time. Yeah, all you basic blonde bitches had it, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then and love. then I and then I switched I switched to the palm tree when I started dating somebody. A little oh. classier. There you go. That maturity. Yeah. It comes yeah. with maturity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, uh, well, uh, we're going to take Jesus it on that Christ. note and take a break and hear about another podcast on the Ruminations Radio Network. We'll be right back. You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, It Hurts. And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcast here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, sultry voice, sultry voice. Brando, I want to hear more about you treating yourself and what's going on. You said you had a segment. Let's hear it. So I've uh, recently had a bit of a glow up in life. Okay. <laughs> so I decided to treat so I, They're pretty great, yeah. So I decided, to, I decided to treat myself to a few things I've thought about, but just never went through in the past because I couldn't just really justify the cost of it. And I'm trying out some of that millennial shit you see on Instagram. So right now, I'm really enjoying my Bombas slippers. Wow. My, my gripper slippers. They're very comfy. I got the Sunday slippers as well for, you know, quick morning dog walks, taking out the trash. Very nice. My Kizik shoes just came in, and I like them because I'm fucking lazy. Are they the ones that you, you don't have to tie? Hey. They slip on the heel pops. You just, back you up? Just, yeah, the, the ones where the heel, heel pops up. Please tell me that you bought a an infinity hula hoop to work out with. What the fuck is that? What the there fuck is that? These hula hoops that have like links on them, and it has like a two pound weight, and you hula hoop, and it's like all the rage in working out right now. No, I'm not some weird fucking hippie that goes to work out in the park. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You are getting strangely closer and closer to being a peak hipster. You now I'm own not a peak many hipster. vinyls. Like 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 19. Just chill. Something How many have how many have you bought in the last month? Don't worry about it. 
I'm just trying to get an average here. I mean, just so I know how many you're going to go through in a year. None yet. So 19 is how much you've bought in a month is basically the answer here. 19. Basically, yes. Yeah. So 120 a year. And I just want, I'm trying I to get doubt, an idea of what your big my, mustache is going to look like. Considering my criteria for what I buy, I doubt I'll fill even the box I have. So you're so pretentious about what you'll deign to buy on vinyl. Pretentious? No. Picky? Yes. And do you own a cappuccino machine? You know I do. Well, I it's own an espresso, espresso machine. That's oh, a trick sorry. question. Okay. Uh, do you own a sous vide immersion cooker? I do. Do you have samurai swords on your wall? Well, I have a few Shinken and a few Iaito for use in <laughs> traditional Iaijutsu practice at a dojo with a sensei. Yes. Do you do you own an a uh, iphone that was released in the last month no no one does <laughs> okay do you how what's the rate, latest iphone you have 13 and do you have 13 a, a pro do you have more than one computer screen to work off of when you're at home on your laptop yes but i did not pay for them mr callahan did <laughs> dude you're 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 totally hipster I want to work at the Callahan Auto Part Company. <laughs> I think we all do, actually. It sounds like a pretty nice job. Well, it's pretty nice because they sent me this really nice uh, dock, this USB-C dock with it. I so thought I'm you were going to say dog. I thought you were going to say dog, and I was in. I was like, I'm changing career paths. Holy no, shit, I mean, would I not do that if a job was like, we'll give you a dog. Done. We hire you. <laughs> Done. Done. But now, once I'm done with the work, I can just plug the USB-C cable into my into my MacBook and do whatever personal crap I have to do. That's nice. So mood and lighting. Then and then I've also gone full crazy person into the Philips Hue ecosystem. Please explain. Oh, is that the one so that you Philips Hue? No, um, no. Oh. These, these are the the smart light bulbs. Oh, okay. Like the RGB ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the remote control. This doesn't have a remote control, but I can use it on my get it on my phone, the mm-hmm. Apple Home Kit on my MacBook, and deal with it. It's it's all it's it's all very nice. And I originally thought about just getting the uh, a bunch of the the white bulbs. That way, during the day when I'm working from home, I could just crank up the whiteness of it, so it's kind of like fluorescent <laughs> light, but not as harsh. <laughs> I, I want that to be a shirt for you. <laughs> Brenda cool. says, "Crank up the whiteness." The uh, oh, the cooler side really of the spectrum bad. opposed to the warmer that's side bad. of the spectrum. You you you, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> but then I decided, oh, well, if we're already spending this kind of money, let's just go full crazy person and get the RGB shit. So here's where I am now. Those are really basically, cool, man. Basically, my apartment right now looks like a cyberpunk nightclub. Well, and I dig- and I'm digging it. My uh, my cousin, I helped him install some of the same lights that have the the bridge that plugs into your Wi-Fi router, and all of the lights are LED multicolors that connect to that Wi-Fi, and you can control it with your app and make it all like each light bulb a different color. They have uh, like you can set a different pre-programmed patterns or. Uh, it can move with the music. You said oh, you had it where it would do it with the music. Yeah, they have tons of shit. Tons of like selections. It's like a quasi it's like kind of like what Quagmire would have. 
Definitely what Quagmire does oh have. Oh my god! Right. Especially hands. considering it hooks up with my my Amazon Echoes, because yes, I have multiple. So, so and I could just say, "Hey, hey, hey!" You know, set the lights to blah, and and it'll it'll happen. This you, you mentioned the, Quagmire's house, man. Comes on. And I could probably into the floor. I could probably automate up. it to start playing. Let's get it on my Marvin Gaye. That's so cliche. You can do. In fact, so I'm going to see if I can. can. I know I could. So that was just better. off the dome. I know. I'm Disco bringing ball. You, I'm bringing you a vinyl, and that will be no, what I'm, you set it up. You're, I know what kind of music you listen to. It's it's just no. Okay. 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 okay wait, wait. Okay. Wait. Okay. I want okay. What, anyway, do you, what do Bra- you think Brando's you? before we get there we got to say this Brando's cyberpunk love domain and the theme song that pops on when he hits and says the secret code to Alexa love domain like I'm even bothering with that shit Bothering <laughs> right now. I'm just saying, okay, the, the like I said before, the couch flips, sinks into the ground, the circular bed comes up from underneath, the disco ball drops, starts spinning. What song plays? Okay. Now you said let's get it on would be easy. Becky's saying that would be cliche. I think we need to say top three songs that we think would be hilarious for that when that happens. I'm gonna say you got the touch. You're just making it weird now, man. I'm going to say... <laughs> mm, that's a good one. I've had too many drinks with this segment. I apologize. <laughs> I want to go really on the opposite side and like be like, oh, boys to men, I'll make love to you. Nine Inch Nails, closer. And, Boom. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. God. That's a good one. That's a good oh, one. Brando, you sexy bitch. That that's was so fucking one. baller. I love, I love that, that answer. You are now redeemed for. Or fuck her gently because you got to mix it up every now and then. Well, yeah. see, then she'll really like you because she's bound to laugh. If she doesn't laugh, you need if to. If she ask doesn't her laugh, leave. you need to like drop her right then and there. Please leave, madam. We have no use for you here. Ghost I have no right use for a woman that can't make me laugh. <laughs> if she, that, I mean seriously, if you can't, I mean, that that, that should be your that should be part of your criteria and a partner. Just period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. Well, no shit. Okay. I completely agree with that shit. I'm with you. Yeah, and you know what's not funny? I'm waiting. Stealing the last piece of king cake. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about how shitty I am for a minute. Court's in session. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Prosecution brings the case against uh. Charles L. <laughs> <laughs> on the crime of grand larceny for stealing the last piece of king cake that belonged to his spouse rightfully so i fall upon the mercy of the court i am guilty it's in, dude, dude, dude you're cake. getting tried in louisiana for this it's full of fat people you're not gonna get any fucking mercy they're gonna be pissed that you did it they are gonna be pissed death penalty they are. They are. I, I need to explain the 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 veracity of the crime by telling you what this was. Especially that if that goddamn baby was in there. Oh no, she got the baby earlier. So for anybody who doesn't know, I am based in New Orleans, Louisiana, and we are. Right what he the, did is right up right up there with sedition. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> it was our own personal January sixth. Seems a bit soon, Brando. 
but maybe kind of also funny. Um, yeah, I, I hear in New Orleans and pretty much everybody's probably come across a king cake, which is hard to explain, but basically it can, it can be like a giant cinnamon roll sized cake that's covered with multicolored sparkly sugars like green, purple, uh, yellow, gold, things like that. And um, French pastry level cake and in the cake by tradition there would be this little plastic baby and if you got the piece with the baby in it then you had to buy next year's king cake but it's supposed to mean a year good luck too so nowadays you don't do that because the the crown just got installed recently huh hopefully you didn't break the crown you had recently installed oh (laughs) no i didn't do anything like that um but we have two king cakes here in town that are our favorites but also like the like I, when I say that there's a ship, the good one either. I know. Too. Um, Kaluta's king cake is probably the biggest staple, biggest name, biggest variety. Maple bacon king cake is special and really bad for you. And, and you'll love every bite of it. Um, and the one that I'm not kidding you, people stand in line for. And I know that because twice in the last month I have stood in line uh, a line of about 50 people outside of a grocery store, like we're waiting to get into you know, a fucking I want to talk concert. shit, but I once stood in line for an Xbox 360. So I'm there standing in line, and people are limited to two cakes a piece, and you can also get their Sounds French like bread. Fucking and communism to me. Yeah, the one that we're waiting in line for was the uh, Dom Fong, which is a Vietnamese French style bakery, and their king cake is made like a pastry, like it's a phyllo <sighs> dough, it's flaky, it's light and fucking cream cheese. Where's my, where's like my super dressing. cool phone? Yeah, it's um, it's so good, it's unbelievably good, and it should be noted that I did this to. Uh, because my wife loves them. I love them too. I fucking love, they're delicious, but I went and stood in line because she wouldn't be able to do it herself and all that sweetness. And I bring it home and I'm like, ah, I'm a hero. I brought home the king cake. I stood in line. I braved the elements. And then we both devour it quickly, unhealthy levels of quickly just going through it. And the rule in my fucking house is I can't eat the last anything. Because I, I'm going to eat more than she does. Oh, so there's precedent. Okay, and very interesting. Please continue. <laughs> yes, there's precedent. So I can't, I'm like, there's a rule if, you know, Brooke gets the last well esta- Well-established common law, noted. The, the last Coca-Cola, the last cookie, the last, you know, cheese stick, uh, whatever. She gets York the last piece of idea. pizza. She gets, all, you know, the last piece is basically always going to be for her. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and so we go through. I eat after she declines. Yes, right. Uh, like if she gives it up, she gives it up. But the 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 constant the way this rule came about was because I had like a forty eight hour rule. If she hadn't touched it forty eight hours after she claimed it, I would just take it. And for years, it was just an argument, and she was right, and I was just fucking doing it because I wanted it. And uh, I got better about it, but sometimes. Sometimes it's a Dom Fong king cake and you crack. And and I totally did it and I knew I was doing it and I went for it and I knew I was going to suffer the consequences. And like a typical slimy husband, I tried to rely and leverage my, hey, I waited in line twice for these king cakes uh, to no success. 
<laughs> so I totally saw it at like one in the morning sitting there in the little someone selling adjustable rate piece. subprime mortgages in like 2006 has more integrity than you right now. <laughs> I did it. And so Brooke comes into the fucking kitchen and I'm making something. I think I was cooking something for both of us. And she goes, <laughs> she, she goes <laughs> like, it's funny the way it's, I got to tell you how she said it really quietly like she was talking to herself she goes <laughs> she goes <laughs> I'm sorry please continue but I just I, I can already picture this in my head I'm picturing it in my head too <laughs> she goes she opens the refrigerator and she goes that motherfucker ate the last <laughs> like I hear like the rage and she like turns around she goes Where's the fucking cake? <laughs> I go, you know where it is. You just said I ate it. She goes, I can't believe you fucking ate my cake. I can't believe she's like lost her shit. And she just starts, of course, it was immediately litigious, right? She was like, we agreed. I get the last. And, you, and I was like, yes, you agreed. I totally, I know. I ate it. I did. I'll go get another one. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I'm totally, totally guilty. guilty. as fuck. Guilty as fuck. Guilty as fuck. Horrible. I am. And it's, if you don't, if you've never had a king cake and you like sweets, uh, you can find Kaluda's. It's uh, C-A-L-U-D-A-S. King cake from New Orleans. And they ship. Try it. It's worth it. It's unbelievably good. One of a kind. Mm -hmm. Do not trust it. if If you live outside of, like, that new orleans area louisiana area if you're in west texas or arizona don't trust any king cakes you see i don't care where they're from don't get the they're not that safe they're way. not like that yeah don't do especially a grocery store one Look, if you're gonna that, slum it at least go to beyond good. bread yeah i mean that's about the best you're gonna get and it's still way off it's worth mm-hmm. the shipping and handling you won't regret it they're delicious no, but yeah i done the maple bacon I'm fucking guilty. But so here, this is funny because it leads into my, my, I had a secret question that Brooke wanted me to pose to both of you. And I didn't post it on the notes before we're coming into the show. And I think it's probably a funny thing since we're already talking about what a piece of shit I can be. So there are plenty of times where randomly I'll walk into the room and, and we'll, we're having a back and forth. And for whatever reason, Brooke will just, say something shit like like why the she's like what the fuck are you so happy about or some shit like that Mm -hmm. and i make her sound worse than she is but she looks at i'm like what's the deal i go do i just have some look on my face she goes yeah you know how some people have resting bitch face i go yeah she goes you have resting shit-eating grin face and i always smug face yeah resting smug face is a Uh good name for it so yes is that's the question do you agree do it's I have the, resting shitty and grin face? It's, it's the weird cherubic cheeks you have. It's why uh, you have to yeah. grow the beard. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> it's true. <Like> resting <laughs> <laughs> Becky's like, yes, I agree. You look like an asshole. You need to. Because when no, I see you without a asshole. beard, I want to pinch your cheek kind of gently and playfully at first, but then really try to take it off your face. Yeah. That's just you know from flashbacks to Ghost Recon, Virtua Fighter, so yeah, right. On, of so course, forth. a history of upsets. Yeah, Becky, what were you saying? It's not an Madden. asshole. It's not asshole. It's just like a smugness. 
Uh, a smugness, a smugness, a smugness like that that like borders me. on asshole. <laughs> you know what? That's a fair description. That's why I hated him the first six months I knew him. Like, like yeah, sometimes you, you want to like you looking did. at your face. Sometimes makes me want to kick you in the junk. No, I'm just kidding. I look. You know what? I think no, that's no, it's true. true. I think no, it's I fair. Feel, I, I genuinely fair. feel that way sometimes. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair thing. I've heard that from more like when more you than steal when people. you steal the last piece of King's cake from Brooke. Now I really want to kick you. Oh, yeah, if you saw my face, you totally like. Even when I was apologizing, I was kind of oh smiling, God. so it was hard. I could door dash a king cake tomorrow. You should s- probably do that. Oh yeah, door dash is fucking awesome. By the way. All right, I got a question for you. Let's let's. I ask you this. Are you the kind of person that would DoorDash something you could go and get from a drive-thru? Like, would you DoorDash chicken Have I been drinking? No. But no. Becky? DoorDash, DoorDash to me? Oh, God, I just hit my mic arm and smashed myself in the face <laughs> with the microphone. <laughs> Don't edit that okay? shit out. <laughs> yeah, no, my glasses took took the brunt of it. It's fine. Is your eyeball okay? <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I'll worry about it. Was you. A, it was just a little click. It's fine. <laughs> that was the loudest noise in my headphone, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Oh my what god. What the hell was I talking about? Um shit. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about DoorDash. I oh, said yeah. we okay, go okay. so if I, nuggets from McDonald's. Door, DoorDash and like Uber, they're the exact same service. They're too avoided DUI. Uh-huh. As far as I'm concerned. So do, do you think that that's a generational thing, man? Because I know people, mostly cousin or friends of cousins that are in that 25 to 30 range that I'm not shitting you. I have multiple times. I will either be somewhere where they have it delivered or I will be uh gaming and hear somebody get it when it's delivered but it's always just they don't fucking go and do it they just order it from doordash and i don't even know why i'm that bothered about it but it kind of fucking bothers me because i'm like just go get it dude if they're like playing a video game on a weekend they probably had something to drink or something to smoke i just mm, maybe. i think depending on probably. your intent i just think fair. it's being responsible or it's the middle of the work from home day and I'm doing laundry and maybe I want that beyond bread Wednesday special to come to me for a change. I feel you. I just think it's one of those things. I don't, I don't intuitively think of it. Like it wouldn't have occurred to me unless somebody did it in front of me first. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a showing my, uh, when, when I grew up, you know what I mean? Like in my head, it's like, Oh, you want McDonald's? I'll get my keys. Well, Mr. Callahan was kind enough to give me like a, uh, uh, a $30 gift card for fees or something like that. So I, I see why it's a nice service. I may consider it using, consider using it for my groceries tomorrow, or I'll probably just go grocery shop myself during the game because, well, that was you nice. know, you know that the grocery stores deliver or in my, in my continuing quest to treat quest to uh, treat yourself for the month of uh, February. I think I'm going to just going to have someone bring my groceries to me next. Do you guys mm-hmm. do, uh, I mean, have you tried, um, in normally, normally I do the, like uh, normally I do the, have them bring it out to your car thing. Yeah. And then I actually will get, put a mask on, get out and help them load it into the back of my car because yeah. you're a, a decent piece human. of fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, good for you, man. Yeah, um, I'm just saying. Do you, have you ever tried? The, and if I'm uh, and for the record, the if I'm standing out there waiting for the person because I have my hatchback open and I'm just sitting there waiting, and I see someone else just sitting there, fat fucking ass in their their minivan, while someone else loads all their groceries for them, I just sit and stare at them. It's great until they what? hit the button and the side of the van right. opens and the handicapped chair starts rolling out and he gets out and says, or "You piece of shit, what are you staring at?" Or they're dying trying to pick up their groceries and they barely have enough strength to open the door. No, I'm That's talking bad. about an overweight Karen on a cell phone. Okay. Oh, you, dude, I think turning Aaron into the male Karen is a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way. Thanks, thanks totally. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron and the Karen thing is a fucking funny idea to me. Stupid. Well, <laughs> I know, I know. I hate that I guy. Know. I hate him. Well, here's what we're going to do, because the hour goes fast. We're going to take one final break here, and then we're going to come wrap this up. Yeah, feel you. Hey, kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. Shit, that was a great episode to have you back. Episode 50. I almost did Let's... the same thing with the microphone again right now. But <laughs> <laughs> you almost headed it. Messy. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, uh, real quick, let's take a, a second. I, I want to take a second and say thank you to both of you. It's a big milestone to be on episode 50, and you keep coming back and doing it with me. And I hope that someday people will go back and hear these shows, even when they just want to binge on it or whatever but um i love what we do becky i'm really glad to have you back and i'm glad you're feeling better it's not the same without you oh, um and it's it means a it lot really to isn't. me guys mm-hmm. it, it it really isn't but it it means a lot to me that you're both doing this with me it's been a it's been a year mm-hmm. it's going on a year so um fucking congratulations to you both and thank you congrats for, to you so many episodes, man. Episode 50 is a huge milestone for me. It is. It's a big it's a fucking big deal. Mm-hmm. And look, thank you from all of us to the man upstairs, Mitch. Galactic Overlord. I hope you enjoy my sexy voice. Sexy stranger, Mitch. Yeah, we'll all get inhalers so we can have salty Becky, voices. If you start Mitch. singing Fever, I'm going to have to ask you to get in the car, come over and get a pizza on your way because I'm pretty hungry. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dude, you know what's fucking hilarious? I've been watching the Righteous Gemstones. And when I, I'm ba- planning on starting that tomorrow, it's so damn funny. And when Uncle Baby Billy's redneck trash wife is on the piano, and somebody says, "What can you play?" and she goes, "Misbehaving and toxic." <laughs> like, I just hear Britney Spears. <laughs> you got to watch that show. I, everybody's got to watch the Playboy docu series on Hulu, and I, I definitely recommend the Righteous. Gemstones. Or if you have cable, it's on A and E. And if you never want to trust oh, anybody it, again, almost the third time with the microphone, I got to figure out a new setup or new way to uh-huh. sit. And if you really want to never trust somebody again, uh, go on HBO and watch a documentary they made a while ago called The Vow. Oh man, that's on my list too. But I have—I feel like I have to be like fucking ready to go into the the dark place dude you need watching a you show need, like you that. need snacks and you need to make 
one swoop in and out of that dark place. <laughs> Just go, baby, go. I'll Don't stop for anything. I will do it. The vow has been on my list for a minute, dude, but it's one of those deep ones. Dude, it's ones. so fucked up. I, I've watched it twice, and I still can't believe that shit. Well, we're going to end it there, guys. Episode 50 oh, in the going. books. No, we're going to we're gonna keep going. I got to cut it in an hour. <laughs> no, I got to cut it in an hour on this one, guys. Um, Becky, thank you again. We no will, problem. of course, be back with more episodes soon. The sooner, the better. And we'll we'll try to get that done. As I don't know. I th- I'd love to just go on for hours and hours, but that's not what we do anymore. We, uh, that's of course, thank you. Weird. That's when things do get weird. The more we get intoxicated. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be Allegedly. back and we'll see you next time on another episode of Brevity Box. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. If you'd like to check us out or any of the other podcasts on the roster, we're at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. And on whatever you're listening to us, whatever platform you're listening to us on, whether it's Spotify or iTunes, uh, be sure to subscribe. If you're enjoying what we're doing, rate us, review us, tell everybody how great we are. We appreciate it. Uh, We'll see you next time. Thanks again, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.